Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Lamps, not Stamps.com or anything cool like that. It's Lamps.com. I don't know what Lamps.com actually is. I just said Lamps because I'm looking at a lamp right now, and uh, I don't have any actual sponsors. But, you know, if you don't have any lamps, you should go out and get a lamp because um, they provide light. They, uh, I guess that's pretty much all they do. So, um, so thanks to our sponsor, Lamps. Oh boy, Gino. This episode is going to suck. Here we go. care what intro me said this episode isn't gonna suck and even if it does you're used to that right welcome to gino knows nothing i'm your host gino and uh, i'm feeling a lot better since we last spoke it's been a couple weeks since the infamous accident and uh thank you guys so much for listening and for all your kind uh responses and comments it was the most downloaded podcast that we've had so far and uh, i know it was just a half hour of me just babbling straight um, off the top of my head and just retelling the story of the accident. And, um, yeah, I just, I just couldn't appreciate enough all the well wishes and, uh, all the people listening and sharing it. So, uh, thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, that was the last episode. And now here we are a couple weeks later and, um, it was a rough couple weeks as far as, as mentally I, um, I, I wanted to record another episode of the podcast, but I was having a lot of trouble. Uh, my brain was was not working. I mean, not to dwell on the accident again, but I will just tell you real quick. The like I said in the, in the last episode, the when the airbag hit my head, it hit with such force that it, it did make me think my nose was broken. It did hurt my head uh, for days and days, and then like a week or maybe even two weeks afterwards, uh, on and off, I was getting bad headaches. I, my brain was just off. I can't can't explain it. And it was just more off than usual. I couldn't figure out how I wanted to say things. I couldn't make sense of certain things. I I, I lost, it was almost like I lost my personality button. Like if that button was in the front of my brain, it was almost like that was hit. And, um, and I just didn't know how to be fun and silly like I wanted to be. Uh, my radio show suffered because of it because I was like, trying to fake the way the old me was. And uh it was pretty interesting to to think that I just I just couldn't come up with anything funny. To be funny and silly seemed ridiculous. It seemed just like just petty and um it wasn't what I wanted to do and it wasn't so for two straight weeks um I wanted to record a podcast. I couldn't. I was crappy on the radio. And um and then one day I just addressed it on the radio. I said, "Listen, here's what's going on with me." I haven't been quite right since the accident. Hope you can bear with me. And the second I addressed it, it was like the very next day, it all kind of went away, and uh, I was I was more back to my old self again. So yeah, that's where we stand now. I am back to the old me, a hundred percent. I guess I don't know. What do I know? I know nothing. That's the name of the podcast. And um, anyway, it was like thirty degrees when. I last spoke to you a few short weeks ago, and now today it was 80 degrees out. So spring is officially here. Maybe 
we skipped right over spring and it's summer. I think we kind of went from winter to summer here. But either way, I'm not complaining. It's a beautiful thing. I just wish it lasted longer in upstate New York. But you know what? Hopefully, maybe I won't be here too much longer. I don't know. I think a lot about life, what I want to do next. And um, I think this year it's time to leave at some point. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Not today. Um, trying to think of what's been going on. Um, I celebrated my two-year anniversary show on Friday. Even though my two-year was officially a couple weeks ago, the accident did screw everything up. So I, you know, I was just going to say in the radio, hey, it's two years. And then I realized, why not just make a big shindig out of it and have a big two-year anniversary show? So I did. And, um, you know, try to make it like those classic, you know, Johnny Carson type anniversary shows, special guests and fun stuff like that. The only thing is I didn't have any special guests or fun stuff planned. So uh, I drank some coffee, drank some tea, and uh, put something cool together. I had wonderful help from Mike McCabe, who's an amazing DJ, Z95.5. Um, extremely talented. You're going to hear many amazing things in the years to come from young Mike McCabe. I only say young Mike McCabe, not to insult him, but he's just young, which means if he's as amazing as he is now, 10 years from now, you know, Ryan Seacrest is going to be shining this kid's shoes. And he helped me out with the show, and uh, we had some special guests. You know, I have audio of it. Might as well drop it right here. Here, other than Mike McCabe, here was uh, the first amazing guest we had on my two-year anniversary radio show. Check it out. Here's where I'll, where I'll insert that audio. I'll take a sip of tea while the audio's going. Tell me, baby girl, cause I need to know. Light Rock 97.3, little Mark Anthony for you on this Flashback Friday. You know, today is not just the second anniversary of my show, it's also... May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Did you know that, Mike? Yeah, happy May the 4th be with you. Happy May the 4th be with you, too. <laughs> and here's a huge, huge thing. I can't believe we, we got him. We had Nickelback earlier, and now... This is big. This is big. <sighs> Let's roll him in. The star of Star Wars, everybody. Hey, R2-D2. Hey. hey, how are you, bud? Thanks for being here today. Well, now, R2, I was wondering, today's May the 4th. How are you celebrating? Very cool. Happy Star Wars Day to you. What's, uh... Oh, you guys listen to me in our space? Wow. That's all. I didn't even know the signal went past Binghamton. That's amazing. What's your favorite part of the show? Yeah, John Tesh comes on after me, but what about... What about... Your favorite part of the show is when I'm done and John Tesh comes on? Oh, no. All right, well, thanks for being here, R2-D2. Still ahead, Smash Mouth will be here, and we have those giveaways. They're amazing giveaways. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yeah, so how about that, huh? That was pretty cool, R2-D2. And uh, so R2-D2 uh, is one of, my, one of my celebrity guests, but it didn't stop there. Check this one out. You're going to love this one. This is, this is me being quiet while the other audio clip plays. Assuming the audio clip plays, maybe I won't even find it. Who knows? Yeah, Light Rock 97.3, Ed Sheeran for you. My name is Gino. All right, guys, I have a huge treat now. She's been a wonderful friend to our show over the past uh, two years. You know her from her own TV show, and uh, she also sells pots and pans. She, uh, she has dog food and stuff like that out now. 
here is to cook my favorite dish for us, linguine with clam sauce. It's Rachel Ray. Oh, there's the garlic. Now, Rachel, we had to move some stuff around in the studio here to bring the stove in. So Rachel doesn't have a mic, but rest assured, it smells amazing in here. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, Rachel. Is there anything to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You're the, you're the best. Rachel said, yeah, like I said, she doesn't have a microphone. She said she loves this show. She listens to it every day. She wants everyone in Ithaca and the surrounding areas to know she loves them and also that her line of nutritional pet food, Nutrish, is available now. So head to rachelray.com. Oh, it smells. You're putting, the, you're putting some, uh, that's the clams. Awesome. Rachel's ma- making us linguine with clam sauce. It smells amazing in here. We'll take a quick break. Justin Timberlake is on the way. I cannot wait to eat this. And also, we have some giveaways. The giveaways are coming up. Don't go anywhere. Mmm, that smells great. Uh-huh. Well, Rachel Ray, did that get you hungry? And by the way, thank you so much for Rachel Ray and R2D2 for doing my radio show. That was just was an amazing thing. They didn't have to do it, but they're kind, uh, good to me. And I appreciate it. So we did that. We had those segments. I uh, I didn't have any prizes to give away, so I went through the old closet that we have at work of old prizes and things that are just sitting in this. It's not even a closet. It's just a room where there's a bunch of crappy prizes in there of days of yore. And uh, so I found uh, a book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, two cups that said Labatt Blue on them. Uh, and a Nickelback CD from 2011. But no one wanted the Chicken Soup for the Soul book or the Labatt Blue Cups. But I'll be gosh darned if someone didn't call up. And uh, and I autographed a little 2011 Nickelback CD for him. So yeah, it was a wonderful time. If there are any more cool clips from that two-year anniversary show, I'll, inter- I'll drop them right here. But uh, but if there's not, then 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 you'll hear nothing. This show will just continue. So, ready? Here's another cool clip from my two-year anniversary radio show. Sponsored by Toys R Us. Yeah? How about that? So, that happened a couple weeks ago. Is it a couple weeks ago now? I, um... Oh, yeah. It was when I was home from, uh, from work. The... if, If you don't know what a huge Hootie and the Blowfish fan I am... Then I'll tell you right now. I'm a huge Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Always have been. Always will be. And they get together once a year now. Since Darius went off and did his country um, country career. Very successful. But they get together a couple times for some charity events. One main event every single year. They do it in Charleston, South Carolina. And it's one weekend. It's called the Homegrown Weekend. And they raise money. And Well, no. They raise supplies. You bring school supplies for all the kids in the area. So they fill up these huge school buses and you bring notebooks and envelope envelopes. What the hell kid uses an envelope? Notebooks and uh, whatever you want. Calculators, pens, markers. You get it. You know what a school supply is. I don't have to list all of them. And uh, they fill up these big buses and then the kids get them that year for school. So I went a couple years ago on a whim. I just, me and the girlfriend and the family jumped in a car on a whim and headed down to South Carolina. Horrible, horrible drive, but we did it. And um, and so this year, I wanted to be on top of it because I couldn't get tickets last year. So they said tickets are going on sale Friday, 10 a.m. And I'm sitting there, 
And so is Amanda. She's on her phone. I'm on my phone. We're on Ticketmaster. We're seeing the countdown. Ten minutes. Nine minutes. Going down. No, no, no. All right. We're going to get these. We're here. We're on top of it. And three, two, one. And then the thing starts spinning, the loading screen. And the loading screen spins for like five minutes. And then when it's done with the loading screen, there's like no more tickets. I guess there was some like way up in the bleachers for a couple minutes. Um, but I don't want that. I want the floor seats. I want to be right up by the stage because that's the only way to do it. And sure enough, the concert sold out in a few minutes. And then I said, you know what? Maybe we can grab them somewhere else because I know here's what these jerks do. They buy them real quick. Somehow they buy them. I don't, and, and, and I didn't get to buy them, but they bought them, these jerks, these scalpers. And then they put them on StubHub and stuff like that. Do you know that later on that same day, I went to StubHub.com and tried to get us two floor seats, and the total, <laughs> this is insane, the total for two floor seats on StubHub.com to see Hootie and the Blowfish was two, no, 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 two, $24,000. And I wish, it sounds like I'm making that up, but it was 900, wait a second, Gino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They had them on there for $10,000 each, and then uh, there was all these added fees and stuff like that. So it sounds like I'm making it up, but if you go to my Instagram, you see I uh, I took a snapshot of it. $24,000 to see Hootie and the Blowfish. Now listen, I'm a huge fan, but no, I'm not going to pay that. I might pay $23,000, but I'm not paying $24,000. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. The year I did go, I ended up... <laughs> We started driving down there, and I didn't have the tickets at all. And um, I ended up on the drive down while I was in the back seat of the car on Craigslist, messaging some guy at Craigslist at like 4 in the morning, and uh, met up with him, and I lucked out. We got floor seats uh, on, on a fluky situation. But I don't think that's going to happen this year, but whatever. Um, so that's going on. Two-year anniversary show. What else can I talk about? Let me take a sip of tea. What's going on with you? Enough about me. Mm. Got the string of the tea bag in my mouth. That sounded dirty, but it happened. So I told you about it. I've been meditating a lot lately. I uh, really got into meditating. Well, I'm trying. It's a difficult thing to do. But this is very cool. There's in Ithaca, where I work... There's a Buddhist temple, and it is actually, I don't know how to pronounce the name of it. You can look it up online, but it is the North American home to the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama is like the Pope of Buddhism, for lack of a better way of saying it, and it's his North American home, and it's in Ithaca, New York. It's up a hill past Ithaca College, and then you drive up there, and it's like all of a sudden you're in Tibet. All the architecture changes, and... uh there's a temple inside. The, the the monks are there in their robes. It's a really amazingly beautiful thing. So I went there and I went into the gift shop and I bought what are called mala beads. And they're like these meditation beads that you you hold and you kind of like if you're Catholic, uh, you would know about the rosary. They're kind of like that. And you just do a little mantra. Uh, my mantra is just simply breathe in, breathe out. So I'll sit there for like five, ten minutes. So that's all I'm good at right now. And uh, breathe in, 
breathe out and it relaxes you and it resets your brain. I know it sounds hokey to, to most people who don't know anything about it, but it's really good for you and it's really good for just resetting your brain and, um, and chilling you out, putting you in a good mood. So I've been doing that and that's that. I don't know. I'm out of fun stuff to talk about. Gino, did you think that hooting the blowfish and meditation was fun? We're still waiting for the fun stuff. Well, let's check out what's in the news, huh? Here's a story I came across. <laughs> this is just dress rehearsal. When we really record the podcast, it's going to be really good. But right now, this is just dress rehearsal, all right? <clears throat> this article says 67% of us would move if it wasn't such a hassle. This comes back to what I was talking about earlier about moving and, you know, what I've talked about for years and years in my life. Um, so 67% of people say they would definitely move if it wasn't such a hassle. The vast majority of us would rather keep on living in places we hate just to avoid having to pack up a bunch of boxes and carry a couple couches and whatever. And I get it. Moving is a real pain in the butt. And uh, most of us are too lazy. So it makes sense. But it's still pretty sad, isn't it? 66% of the people in the same survey say they legitimately don't like where they live right now, but they probably aren't going to move. And almost half of the people have lied to a friend to get out of helping the friend move. Eh, We've all been there, right? Uh, (laughs) The the survey found the top things that will actually get people to move uh, if they need a cheaper place to stay a job, uh, a terrible neighbor, or if we need a better place for our pet. So that's all admirable stuff. But when you really think about it, we get one life in this crazy world. Why not live where you want? I've wanted to live in California for years. I've been thinking about Orlando too, because I like the theme parks there. I love New York City. This is stuff I've thought about for years and years and years and years. Isn't it crazy if I never do it? Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. You have my word. I'll help you move if you want to move, because I believe that everyone should live where they want to live. I'm not guaranteeing I, I might be di- busy that day, but if you give me enough time, if you give me at least three years' notice, I will help you move, because everyone deserves to live where they want. We, we, we live here once on this planet. We should, you know, we should really think about that. If you don't like the hot weather, live where it's colder. If that's, you know, I can't, I can't condone that, but I'm just saying, you know, if you're a surfer and you live in Wisconsin, you should probably go somewhere where there's surfing involved. It's really sad to me that people live their whole lives and just settle. Just, just, just please move everyone. So, (laughs) so that's that. Um, what else is here in the news? Anything? Oh, here's one. Woman goes broke attending tw- <laughs> A woman goes broke attending 20 weddings in 4 years. Georgina Childs is her name. She's a 30-year-old woman and uh, she claims she went broke and had to move back in with her parents after attending 20 weddings in 4 years. She said she spent $9,250 on weddings and then an additional 4,000 on bachelorette parties. For a grand total of over $13,200. Whoa. She uh, also served as a bridesmaid in seven of these ceremonies. 
and said she wishes she could say no, but how do you tell your friends you don't think their wedding is within their budget? First of all, Georgina, no offense here, but sounds like you have way too many friends. And what the hell are you buying these people? Goodness gracious, what happened to Tupperware? I'm not trying to put the blame on you, Georgina, but this is the exact reason that I don't have many friends. It's not because I'm annoying and people don't like me. It's because when you have friends, you have to do stuff for them, like go to their weddings. And if they want you in the wedding, like a bridesmaid or a groomsmaid or whatever it's called, it's a whole other commitment. Now you're in the wedding. Now you got to go to the shower, right? The wedding shower, whatever it's called. You got to get a nicer gift for them than all the other people. You have to rent a tux or buy a dress. Then there's the bachelor, bachelorette party. And then you have responsibilities at the ceremony. You can't just show up two minutes before it starts and just sit there. You got to usher people in. You got to be in the limo. And then it doesn't stop there. Because after the wedding, they're probably going to want to have kids. Now there's another shower. Now you got the baby shower. And you didn't ask for any of this. It's very selfish of people getting married to invite you and then have you spend all this money and all this time and effort into it. We didn't ask you to be in love, guys. I mean, I love the Ninja Turtles, but I don't make all my friends buy new outfits and buy me gifts every time there's a new Ninja Turtles movie coming out. So think about that, all you wedding-to-be people. So jeepers, creepers. Poor Georgina is broke now because she got invited to 20 weddings. 20 weddings in four years. I don't even think I've been invited to one wedding in four years. Maybe I do need friends. What the hell? Hmm. How about this one? We're kicking in the booty with some stuff tonight. We're telling you, here's what I'm telling you. I want you to learn from this episode. Forget the Buddhism and the hoodie stuff and whatever else I talked about. Move where you want to move. Don't invite people to your weddings or to be in your in your wedding party if, if, if it's going to break the bank for them. And then here, this one. It says less than one in ten of us are in our childhood dream job right now. Is your job the same that you, you dreamed about when you were a kid? You know, I'm... I was going to say I'm not far off because I'm on the radio. I'm kind of in the minor leagues, so it's kind of like I'm pay- playing minor league baseball. It's not where I want to be, but at least it's in the same realm. According to this survey, less than one out of ten people have their childhood dream job. They say the most ten common dream jobs we had as kids uh, that we're not doing now, pro athlete, musician or singer, teacher, veterinarian, writer, pilot, actor, dancer, doctor, police officer. So yeah, some of those are far-fetched, like pro-athlete and singer and stuff like that, but not the other ones. 60% of us are still clinging to at least the idea that it could happen one day. That's a beautiful thing. you got to keep hope alive. So I say if you're listening to this and you still have that desire somewhere deep down inside of you, it's not too late. Even if you're tied down to other responsibilities, there's no reason you can't do something, at least in the essence of what you wanted to do. This goes back to the whole idea of heroish, right? The old podcast name, trying to motivate us to do stuff. If your passion was music, there's no reason you couldn't at least perform at a coffee shop on the weekends. Or if you want to be a writer, you could start a blog or self-publish a book. 
So I say to you as summertime years, start doing something that you love. I've said this before and I'll keep saying it again. And I know for some people it just goes in your ear and out, but I, come on, life's too short, man. I've really realized that lately. Life is too freaking short. If you like to sing, go find somewhere to sing, even if you're just doing karaoke every week. You know? Gosh darn it. So that's that. Off my high horse today. What are we at? 21 minutes. I don't want to make it another half-hour podcast. You've got things to do. You don't want to hear me blabble blabble on. Blabble. And chances are you probably already shut this off a long time ago. Um, by the way, shout out to Randy. Randy is always a loyal listener on Light Rock, uh, my radio station, and to this podcast. Thank you so much, Randy. I hope you're still writing. Uh, you're a wonderful writer. And uh, and I so I appreciate all the support, Randy. Um, I did have this idea the other day. Let me run this by you. It came to me like some sort of divine intervention, right? I was oh I was doing the radio show and I saw that uh, the songs coming up were Lady Gaga and the Goo Goo Dolls, because once again we're adult contemporary. So that's what you're getting. You're getting a lot of Lady Gaga, a lot of Kelly Clarkson, a lot of Maroon Five. Um, so I saw Lady Gaga and the Goo Goo Dolls were coming up, and I realized I think it's my life goal to put on the Goo Goo Gaga concert event for charity, right? We could make it for like a baby charity. We'll do it right here in town. I think there's only one problem with it, which is which is getting Lady Gaga and the Goo Goo Dolls to do it. But that's what the internet is for, right? You guys can retweet it and and do whatever you do, and and they'll show up. All you have to do is create a little buzz and uh, and start sharing the idea on Facebook. You guys share all those stupid memes on Facebook. You could share this. And then if Gaga and the Goo Goos don't want to do the concert, they look like jerks because this is for charity. I think we can make it happen. I don't know what the exact charity. What's a charity for babies? Baby charity. Pick one. All right. Maybe I'll just pick a date this summer and promote it and hope they'll show up. Like, if you build it, they will come type of thing. Either way, I'm glad we had this talk. The Goo Goo Gaga Concert for Charity. I think it's going to be pretty big. That's what I think. So, um, so that's that. I don't know. Is there anything here I want to talk about? I could do some fun facts with you. Fun fa- I love fun facts. Little things that you didn't know that now you know. They're great conversation starters. Let's do some fun facts. Think about it. When you're next time you're at a party or you're in a social situation and there's that awkward silence, you can't think of anyone to say to someone, break out one of these fun facts and impress everybody. <clears throat> this is interesting. Look at this one. Ranch dressing is named after the brand Hidden Valley Ranch. Did you know that? Hidden Valley Ranch created ranch dressing. In the 1950s. And everyone who copied it had to call it ranch style. Now it's just ranch. Excuse me. So um, so that's a fun fact. Think about it. Think about it being at a party this weekend. You're next to a pretty girl or a pretty boy. Can't think of what to say to him. It's all all, You're sweaty. You're shaky. You turn to him and say, hey. You know Hidden Valley Ranch created ranch? Guess what? That's a love connection right there. 
Um, in the 1800s, there was an Eskimo custom when a stranger would enter an Eskimo village, he and one of the locals would slap each other as hard as possible until one gave up. That's a real thing Eskimos used to do. So just when you thought social media YouTube generation was like this new breed of dumb, look at that. We've, we've always been ding-dongs. Um, Antarctica is the biggest desert on earth. Or dessert, depending on how you spell it. Antarctica, Antarctica is the biggest dessert on earth. Even, <laughs> even though there's no sand. Yeah, Antarctica. Eh. Oh, oh, we'll end it on this one. Because this is a good one. You know, Kim Jong-un, right? Head of North Korea. Kim Jong-il, back when he was alive, who was Kim Jong-un's dad. Is that getting confusing? Kim Jong-il, back when he was alive, his official biography on North Korea's website, said he doesn't make poopy. And that's one of the reasons they worshipped him. They thought he was a god because he told the people of North Korea that he didn't make poopy. And they all believed him. But you know what? Between you and me, I think he did make poopy. I think he did. So, guys, I'm easing back into it. Sorry it was a... a crappy show. I could do more, but who wants to? Once again, I don't need to babble on. Right? No one wants to hear that. We're just easing back into it. Once again, I want to start interviewing people. I know I've been saying that. Um, I'm building up to it. I, I still need another microphone. And, you know, I want to have like a little arsenal. I'm thinking about doing it like this once I kick back into gear here. A show like this every week. And then an interview. So two shows a week. I'm saying this, and immediately as this is coming out of my mouth, I realize this is complete BS. It's not going to happen. But it's my goal. In an ideal situation, I'd like to have a show like this where we talk about some stuff going on in the news and in my life, a little quick one, and then an interview with somebody. We're going to learn some stuff. Gino knows nothing. You don't know everything, so we're going to learn some stuff. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be back and feeling better. And yeah, I just had to do this one to, to get back on the swing of things and not be all sincere and stuff. So go live out your dream job. Move where you want to live. Buy me some Hootie and the Blowfish tickets and learn how to meditate. And I'll talk to you very, very soon from my basement, Pooperman Studios here in New York. Good night.